Good day, everybody. So I would like to start this episode by letting you know that there will be a second bonus episode on Friday. We ran a little bit long in our recording, so we had to split the episode in half. And because of that, you are getting a full-length episode today and another full-length episode on Friday. It'll be at the same time, 3 a.m. So be sure to join us then. Enjoy. Good day to you all. Good morning. It is 12.06 if this clock is correct. Yes. And this is our Merry Christmas and Happy New Year special. We have to insert it where we can because this is actually episode 11, but we have to kind of move it to now. We're ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we record almost nightly. If we wanted to, we could probably put out one, two, three episodes a week. Also true. Now, is that door still broken? Which one? That one. I think so. I'm not sure. I haven't been using it. All right. Then we'll pop, pop around this way. Oh, okay. I just figured since we were right here, I was going to grab it. Too bad. Now we're doing this. We're doing a new thing because the thing is broken with the thing in this song. Think so? This is the Happy Holidays and Happy New Year special. Regardless what you celebrate, we're celebrating it with you today. Why is it Count Chocula? <laughs> Why not? He probably celebrates something. Something. Like chocolate. I don't know why you made him Jewish, but... Alright. So regardless, whatever you celebrate, we're celebrating it with you tonight. My colleague here, Mr. Joshua B. Simmons. Don't you dare. <laughs> celebrates Hanukkah. I actually don't know what he celebrates. What do you celebrate, sir? I celebrate. Celebrate. I'm celibate. I celebrate <laughs> Christmas because family. See? He celebrates Christmas because family. I celebrate Yule because family. So Yule is much longer. It goes from the 21st to the 1st. Yes. So I'm still celebrating it. Yeah, I, I celebrate Christmas because, well, my parents still celebrate Christmas. My wife celebrates Christmas. I'm the only one who really 
because of culture and everything, who's the odd man out. But that being said, for... It's all because of those hair ladies and groups. 28 years, though, I celebrated Christmas. Don't get me wrong. We also celebrate the Christmas holiday. We celebrate more than one. We celebrate more than two. I'm still in the learning process of my path. We had Mutter, uh, Mutter, Muttersnacht, Krampusnacht, Yule, Christmas, All Saints Day. See, this is my learning process. I just listen to what you say. <laughs> I did not know that there was... Oh, there's not. Yep. Well, there's not. Or Mother's Night. Where you honor your... Uh, the past matriarchs of your family. And we honor with a symbol. And it is not a symbol like a thing. It is a offering called symbol. Where you gather around and you go around the ta table or the stone making offerings to your uh, ancestors. I have a feeling that in the future I'm going to be looked at like a fucking weirdo by my family. You already looked at it as a weirdo. I don't know by your family, but you're not wrong. We didn't do this right. I can't drink this crappy. What? Can't can't what? Drink this crappy. I was supposed to start after the one place and now we're already past that place and I fucked it all up. This man started out rounding weird. Yes, because I had to make a, an important phone call. And in preparation... It was about his car's extended warranty. I... No, it was not. I don't know, should, should we talk about that? Your car's extended warranty? It's <laughs> due to expire. I... <laughs> That, that's completely on you. <sighs> your issues are yours to speak. Well, I guess it would make a good... I... Kind of makes it for a good story, I guess. Um, I guess we start from the beginning of this. So... For my entire life. Chime noises as he winds back to his youth. 
<laughs> I've always been, I guess, I don't know, around the supernatural. I've, there's always been ghosts in, I guess you could say, a part of my life. Some of it has been unexplained, some of it good, some of it bad. Um, oh, hey, we had a white Christmas this year. Kind of. It was very white. <laughs> Is that because of the salt of the... <laughs> I mean, by me, it was snowing all day. I mean, there was snow on the ground out in my area. Anywho, supernatural spirits. Well, it just so happens that... Death by Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, there has been, I guess you could say, uh, a darker entity, which, through time, has been come to known as well. It, I would say it's evil. Um, very weird. Uh, this thing has showed up in pictures before. And it's looked like a nun. I don't know if if listeners know about, but there's only been one thing in the past, which is on accounts of, this is a true account, there was something that appealed to others in the form of a nun. Very bad, very evil. And I find it more odd that this thing has showed up more than once. I point listeners to uh, the Possession movies. Conjuring. The Conjuring movies, yes. With Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are unfortunately passed away, and their daughter is now in charge of the museum. Now, whether or not the movies do it justice, we will never know because we were never there. But... Whole fucking... Yeah, they, they, that's... They got a whole system now. <laughs> the thing that appeared to people as none turned out to be something very old, very dangerous, very evil. It was a fallen angel. wasn't just like a normal demonic type thing as in most movies when it comes to possession so but this thing has definitely appeared to me more than <coughs> once uh, the one time I confronted it we'll save that for another time because that'll make it even funnier story but this phone call there's something that's antagonizing the house again. 
and well, I was that's basically what the phone call was about. There's something dark that's affecting the house. But whether or not you guys believe in the supernatural ghosts and like that, that I mean that we're not saying you need to. I'm saying I've had my experiences and that's where I go to. Because I mean I think that's a good explanation. But if you're a hardcore skeptic, I you know what? I'm for that. I mean, you need proof and there is nothing wrong with that. I think. Now, to some, that would sound like a demon. But to others, we believe in the Fae. Which, yes, like fairies and Husvetir and. I, w I, would, I would like to add to the fact that. While most people say everything is a demon, there are more than just demons. There are more than just the fae. Every culture has something. As we were talking about before we started this episode, uh, Oni, which is a Japanese, in a sense, demon, but Japanese also call a lot of things demons. And Oni can be both good and evil. It, if I'm not mistaken, the Oni cares not for good, evil. It just cares for what it wants. I would also point you listeners to see another movie. Um, a much more childish movie, but actually has good references. Called Sp The Spiderwick Chronicles which talks about uh, members of the Fae and um, something called a Boggart. Now, there's something called a Hobgoblin and a Brownie, which are both the same thing. Actually, you don't even have to refer them to a movie. If they're nerds like us, they can get this knowledge actually pretty quickly. Yes, yes they can. Um... There, if you're nerds like us, you could play The Witcher. Which, believe it or not, The Witcher... Has a lot better references onto real stuff. And they put it into a realistic fashion. As compared to, I would say... How... how uh, I guess... Fairy tale form. You know, people will say this about uh, how a creature looks and in all actuality that's not what they look like it's not what they do the witcher actually puts it into what these things actually look like actually are what they do what stuff like that like a there are many forms i guess you could say of what a vampire would be you know, they're not like the movies where fangs just come out and 
they just attack. There's some that very they, civilized. There are yeah, there are some that are a civilized community. They are they look like us, they act like us. They just want to live too. Mm -hmm. And then there's well the the giant misconception that well, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if it will be a misconception or but more of an unproven truth that sunlight kills vampires. I believe I take the belief that sunlight does not actually kill them. It's more it's they get a bad sunburn. They can still walk around, they can still do stuff. They're just extremely I guess you could say at a weakened state or fatigue. One of my favorite quotes on the subject refers to the stake to the heart. The stake does a stake to a heart kill a vampire? Well, what the fuck wouldn't a stake to the heart kill? <laughs> I don't think it would. No? Like, it would kill a person? Yes. It would kill a werewolf? Mm. I don't think... Well, I mean, if it's silver. But then again, I... I my, my thought process... Any lethal blow... Or any type of lethal blow to this thing. Now, chopping off the head is not necessarily going to kill it. Werewolf? No, vampire. Vampire. I'm, uh, they just get very annoying if you cut off the head. I Anywho, so back to the original topic. Um, what I was saying about brownies and hobgoblins, where the fuck did I put my drink? Uh, oh, yes. Brownies and hobgoblins is, they're the same thing. A brownie is a good form. Hobgoblin is the bad form when he has not been appeased and he just wants to ruin your shit. That's... In a sense, I bring that up because that's sort of what this sounds like, but this is... Hobgoblins are not going to attack you personally. Just your shit. Anywho. Back to the story. Which one? Your story. Um... Oh, the phone call? Yes. Hey... Yeah, I phone call to uh, just figuring out like what happened. This thing did get physical, so uh, and it, it got physical, caused some harm. So that definitely ruled out Brownie and Hob and. A, a method was used. It just proved that this wasn't affected by it because I don't really want to dive head first into it, but there are some that believe that one method works for everything, which that's not the case here. We are of the knowledge that sometimes that's not enough. 
but to bring it to a close, while on this phone conversation, I started rounding just so that it wouldn't, we wouldn't have started so late with rounding. Because I know we wanted to start at least a little bit earlier because, well, sometimes pre-workout has a time frame. Yes. Um. So another thing, another, another movie for you guys to look at, for an example, would be Constantine. You've seen Constantine. I have. In Constantine, when Constantine, how many times can we say Constantine, um, is <laughs> a exercising a demon, he has to go through many different uh, religious ornaments and different prayers. Oh, at the very beginning. Yes. Like, he goes through Buddhist, he goes through Muslim, he goes through Christian. Which... That goes... That's also a, a good point to talk about. There are many forms of demons. And each one is affected differently by different things. Yeah, like, some things you could do could just piss it off. Some things, it's just going to laugh in your face. I'm just going to say, I didn't hear a single word you said over the <laughs> machines. I said some things are just going to piss it off and some are just going to make it laugh in your face. Yes. Some demons have different strengths than we, well, all demons. Maybe we should just stop talking in that room. Quite possibly. <laughs> it's always too loud. Can't hear each other. Can you, well, for those that don't know, this good sir here is the one who does all the editing for the podcast. In your, when you're doing that, can you still hear us? Yeah. So the mics are good enough to pick up our voices. Yeah. And cut out noise. But our ears are not at that level. It depends on the noise. I mean, like it cuts out environmental noise, but stuff like that, you can still hear. This humming, you can hear that. Yeah. But we're obviously louder than that, so yeah. there's less difficulty. That room's still pretty loud on recording. Oh, the, the uh, <laughs> yeah. where it's supposed to be cold, and sometimes it's really not. No, the other one. Oh, the boilers. Yeah. Like, every building has a boiler room, so I don't think I'm giving anything away by saying that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> But yes, it, it, it does bring light to the fact that 
though it may be a demon, there is no official one thing for demons. There are, I guess you could say, different levels of demonic entities. They follow different rules, different things hurt them. Which, if I'm not mistaken, that was a soldier that he pulled out? Yeah. Which are basically just low-end grunts. Mm-hmm. So, like this guy. Low-end grunt. <laughs> Jeremiah here. Yes, I'm going to keep changing your name. <laughs> Was Army. Yes. And he was. Infantry National Guard. A I low end grunt. Very low end. <laughs> I, uh. Which I don't know if people still don't understand. Though I was National Guard, I still went through the same basic training that the active guys go through. Actually, I, there was only four or five of us that were National Guard that we knew of because, well, some people just don't talk about it. I think most people just don't talk about it. Yes. Because half the time, the moment that we do... They just weren't. I will also say this basic training is like high school all over again. If you don't fit in, you will get singled out. Not just by your drills, but your brothers in arms will sit there and think less of you. And there were quite a few of them that pegged me as a quitter from day one. They also pegged me as someone who was less valuable than them from day one. So, okay, so for those of you thinking of enlisting, and if you go active, National Guard, anything like that, if you go National Guard, nothing against you. You still chose to answer the call. But I, I would like to interject into this bit. If you, as a Marine, I would like to say, if you were thinking of going at Army National Guard, more power to you. Honestly, from my experience, that the Army National Guard is the retirement home for the Marine Corps. So, <laughs> you will have a lot of Marines around you willing to fight and serve with you. So I, I would never turn down, I would never put down a National Guardsman. And that's coming from active duty Marine. Although I will say, I don't know how others do, but more often than not, 
in presence of other service members, I, I tend to value my time and service less than active guys. I tend to kind of keep quiet about it for a lot. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. But that's also because, like, to me... It's mostly the chads that are all about their service. <laughs> Fucking chad. <laughs> Chadwicks. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I definitely... I don't really talk about it a whole lot. Unless it's around people that I... I guess you could say that I'm more comfortable about talking it about it too or just in general but I definitely and I'm not saying this this is the same for all I value my service less than an active service member even if you are a puddle jumper for those of you that don't know puddle jumper I'm referring to uh Coast Guard. You're still babies. You don't... You're not quite there yet. Oh, yeah, the lockers are still open. Yeah. It's been three weeks now. Definitely used every day. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not going to beat a dead horse on, on the podcast about these lockers. <laughs> I think we've mentioned it every week. Yeah, I think we have actually. <laughs> um, but yes, puddle jumpers. Well, I'm st I'm still going to give you shit and make fun of you. I'm older than you. <laughs> I'm older than all y'all. So just sit down uh, and shut up. I don't, I don't know. I no technically. Minutemen. That eh, don't count. Minutemen was before you guys. We were the pitchforks. <laughs> we were the, the, the hick farmers that were like, we got to protect our land. Yeah, but that's called a militia. Technically, that's what we were. Should still have. Should. But that's, how, that's where we started. I think that's where everybody started. Speaking of started, we started in a bar. So. Well, yeah, you guys are psychotic. <laughs> you guys are so psychotic, the entire Navy said, get the fuck out and go be something. Oh, so on that note, psychotic that the Navy told us to go be our own thing. Um, Space Force. I am calling all grunts that got out of the military. <laughs> Join the Space Force. Yes. We will have the Space Marines. Yes. This the Army too. I'm, I'm we, saying all grunts. Let me just say this though: Army grunts. We will earn the. We will finally earn the title that I think we all secretly want. Because <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it. There's only technically we are the OG grunts, but some people just took it higher, a lot higher of a bar. Which is, well, as we all know, Marines, well, their job first is a rifleman. 
Even if they got a desk job, they still know how to shoot. I can't, I can't really speak the same for the Army. I've seen some of my uh, comrades. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, fucking Army on deployment asking last time they shot a rifle. And it's like, no, I never touched that. What? Exactly. <laughs> I need to be quiet. <laughs> but seriously, what? Yeah. Fucking. What? What? That is. That is. I hate to do it. But some of the standards don't apply either. I am by no means, never have, never will claim that I was the best soldier. But you know what? I've seen some of my counterparts, and I go, can you even do a push-up? I've seen some of the counterparts like, um... Now, I, I won't knock it because sometimes underneath the keg, there is quite a bit of muscle. <laughs> well, while we're on this subject of can you even. So, Air Force. Oh, no. There's a reason they're called a chair force. And before anybody gets up in arms about this, I have... Quite a few friends in the Air Force, and they will vouch for this statement. There's a reason they're called the Chair Force. They don't do much. They don't have combat deployments. They, there is one. They deploy, but they don't have combat. Special, yeah, there security forces is different. <laughs> security forces. That's us. That's different. We still have a foothold. In the Air Force. Because, yes, just because I'm going to split this off again, just like how you guys split off from the Navy, the Air Force was basically all the nerds in the Army. And we're like, get up. Get up and do a push-up. Shoot something. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> well, did you know the quantum... Stop it. Just... You need to go. All the nerds be... from the army, and we are all the Uggadugs from the navy. <laughs> yes, but we back, kick back to my tangent <laughs> of fucking do nothings. Yes, they have security forces that have combat deployments, but the rest of them are fucking desk jockeys. And for PT, it's on their own time. When they PT test, maybe once a year. Maybe once a year. They have to schedule it beforehand three months in advance because that place might not even care. <laughs> it's like, if you don't test out this year, I'll do it again next year. It's fine. And then forget about it. Mm -hmm. Same thing happens. In the, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it next year. And It'll be all right. Promotions are all testing-based. You can test like the same year for the next rank. Ugh. I mean, I'm not dogging on the Air Force either because I'd do that. 
Air Force does have some cool things. Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Everything if I'm space, not mistaken, space, space, space. Air Force Everything does space. have the best vehicle ever. The lounge chair? Well, no. <laughs> I'm talking about the Burt. <laughs> Pretty sure that's them. Burt, Burt. Well, they the also have. Tub. They also have hotel deployments. Hotel barracks, i.e., the Hilton. Because okay. I have a family member who's in the Air Force who uh, also used to tell me about the fact that she was stationed in, I think, Germany, but she lived out of the Hilton. <laughs> yep. So, military. Yes. Well, Chair Force gets to live out of the Hilton. People like us are given a tuna can to live out of. Set up in probably mud. Because, you know, Chair Force gets all the good shit. Did you ever actually have to stay out of one of those? You what, huh? Do you ever actually have to stay in one of those tuna canes? Um, I think maybe an AT. Because okay. I think an AT, well, I'm not entirely sure because it seemed very much like World War II era bunk styles. Yeah, see, when we did range training in MCT, which is Marine Combat Training, uh, if you don't go um, infantry in the Marines, then you go to the other side, which is Marine Combat Training, which is still basic infantry training, but it's for everybody else. Um, so when we went through range training, we actually stayed in the tuna cans. It's basically like if kind of like uh, like an old hangar. Uh -huh. It's one of those half done uh, metal. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Buildings, and we all laid on the ground on the cement in. Our bivy sacks. Wow, this sounds like ev almost every drill that I was a part of. <laughs> Except the fact that it wasn't a tuna can. No, we slept in a garage. Yes, good listeners. I do mean, and uh, like, the thing you park your vehicles inside of. Garage. Um, most of my drills, if we did training at... The arsenal, which this is a reference that um, only, I guess you could say, me and my counterpart would understand. <laughs> All right, there, door. Uh, me and my counterpart would understand because it's a local area where my National Guard unit would train. Um, we sometimes would be like, are we getting bunkers this time? Or... Are we actually getting uh, barracks. barracks? 
and he'd be like, yeah, 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 we, we, we got barracks. And then we would sleep in a garage, the mechanics bay, for tank. I used a, a free rooms as a pillow. <laughs> Granted, I padded that pillow with my rucksack half the time. <laughs> or a, a poncho as a pillow. I tell you what, though, the center console of a Humvee is actually very comfortable when you're <laughs> tired as fuck. I, I, I can understand that. Like, you'll see memes out there of Marines sleeping, and those aren't memes, they're real pictures. Like a dude between two chairs, and he has a, uh, a cooler supporting his middle. Yeah, that's a thing. I believe it. Um, my unit was actually a light armor unit. We had Bradleys. Did now, you guys penguin? Huh? <laughs> Random question, not at all related, but do you guys penguin? We penguin. I'm not quite sure I understand the reference. Okay, so... Again, in uh, MCT. Now, mind you, listeners, when I was in MCT, it was winter. It was like midwinter. Oh. And when we were on the range, we had to stand there for hours waiting for the actual instructor to get there. So while we're doing this, we're just kind of huddled close together, staring at our feet like penguins. So, in reference, we penguin. <clears throat> to which I say, I have penguined before. Now, now you better go first. Oh, I can smell it. This guy has terrible gas to it. <laughs> Just keep moving. Um, uh, this brings me to graduation. Now, mind you, I oh, when I went settling. What? It's settling. <laughs> Why is it? It's supposed to go up. Oh no, itchy. Anyways, graduation. Wait, so I can walk right into it first? No, I don't want to have a mishap or a misfire. <laughs> Still lingering. It's worse out there because that's where I put it. Anywho. Oh. Oh, Graduation. Uh, I went midsummer, and by graduating, it became winter. Now, this was 2013. It's like the first time Georgia. Yes, I went to Georgia, Fort Benning, home of the infantry. Tankers suck my ass. It's still home of the infantry. You're just guests. <laughs> anyway. um, it gets really hot down there. Well, this is like the first time in a long time that... Jo oh, God. <laughs> 
distractions. Um, first time in a long time Georgia ever saw snow. Now, it was so cold, which kind of sucked because I feel like it would have been warmer, but our company commander had deemed it so that um, too cold to wear the dress uniform, we were going to go in ACUs. Which I think not the good, not a good call because it was colder. Um, so that being said, it was so cold. My unit or my platoon was one of the platoons that was stuck outside, and I think either first or fourth platoon got like a old school barracks to go stand in. Which, mind you, these are actually from. World War II. It's like a flood of salt out here. Yeah. Um, these were actual World War II barracks. It was, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was just outside of the Infantry Museum. Uh, so... We're standing in formation, literally shivering. Company commander shows up, bundled up as hell, with gloves. And he's like, he looks around, looks at the sky, snow is falling. He then says, ah, you guys can break out the ponchos, it's cold out. What? Uh, sir? <laughs> the poncho's not going to help. I need, but it, it eventually did, because we penguined. This debauchery <laughs> unfolded so quickly, we broke formation because we were allowed to, as long as we kept it to a low roar, a two, three platoon formation turned into a undulating ACU blob. <laughs> you could not see faces or skin because everybody was hiding underneath the ponchos. <laughs> and I'm sorry if any civilian walked by because all they would have heard is, who's that behind me? Quit touching my butt. Oh, no. I said no. <laughs> Okay, yeah. maybe a little, go a little to the left. We never right had there. that. We just had nut to butt. So how was the game last night? Oh no, our debacle was much more of... I said no. Oh, well, okay, maybe go a little to the left. Yeah, right there. No, we just had regular conversation because we're used to it. I mean, there was some regular conversation. Yeah, I mean, you guys ever travel in a cattle car? A what? Cattle car. Or did you guys have buses? We did have some buses. So, let me tell you about this debacle.
Fort Lawson Woods, Missouri. Mm. A Army training base that has Marine training on it. Quite right, Mr. Eisenhower. Anyhow, so, Fort Lawson, the woods, Missouri. Yes. Seeing the army <laughs> get transported around on, in buses. Kind of infuriated us. Understandably. All the army recruits, all the army in training, everybody traveling buses. Well, we got cattle cars. I don't quite understand. What were the cattle cars? It's a literal cattle car. Cattle car, like it's a metal box that you would normally have like cows and horses in. Oh. Um. No real seats. Well, see, just to me, empty. that just sounds like riding in the back of a deuce. No. Mind you, our, our deuces didn't have benches in the back. So how do you ride? <laughs> you sit on the floor and you hold on. Sitting. Ha, that's a laugh. There's no sitting on these. Everybody's like this close with, you get like 150 motherfuckers in that confined space. Now our deuces were the same. We had no benches. You just kind of nut up and shut up. Yep. But, we'll see. We couldn't stand in the back of the deuce because it, the canopy was a little too tall. Some of us did try. It did not end well. No, but the cattle car, yeah, there was no... If you were sitting down, you were an asshole. <laughs> Either you were an asshole or you were in someone's asshole. You were in prime danger zone. Yeah, like everybody was literally touching. There was no room to not touch somebody else. I want to say that that might be a significant difference in the army between infantry and non-infantry as far as transportation went. Because we didn't have a whole lot of busing. A lot of our, when we were moving out somewhere, it was either in the back of deuces for the most part or marching there. Yep, we did a whole lot of marching until we get to MOS train, which is when we got the cattle car. Um, like, other than that, MCT, when we had to transfer between places, there was marching, uh, boot camp, it was marching, except for the very end, 
because we had to march twice as long as we were supposed to. Mm. Yep, which I'm pretty sure I've mentioned before uh, for the um, for the crucible. There was the exodus where we had to march from the crucible back to the bandstand, which somebody was using, so we had to march back to the crucible. I do remember you talking about that. Yeah. Which pissed us off. And then we did get a nice, comfy bus back from the crucible back to the barracks because they're not making us do that a third time. Here's my question. Now, do you guys have an OSIT? Do you guys have an OSIT? One station training unit? Or one station unit training? Which is, remember, Army has different acronyms and different terms for things. Um, like how I was infantry. Uh-huh. My basic and I guess you could say MOS training was all one place. No. You guys don't have that? No. We have basic, and then after basic, we go to MCT. Uh, MCT is that on the same base, or is it no. different? Uh, basic for uh, East East Coast, which is what we are. Basic is in South Carolina. MCT is in North Carolina. Um, if you are uh, infantry, it's IAT, and that's at the same place as MCT. They're both in North Carolina. After that, you go to your MOS training, which is all over the fucking country. I went to Missouri for mine, obviously. Oh. See, we have... That boggles me. I would have thought you guys would have had an OSET. That... Because, like, that is... I mean, in my brain, it makes sense. Because... If you're a grunt, why not just have the grunts stay in one spot? Because the training is completely different. And because, like I said earlier, everybody is trained in an infantry capacity. So there has to be a complete infantry base that splits infantry and everybody else. So it's one station, everybody trains there for the interim. I feel that's where we're calling it for tonight, folks. This man needs to go take a shit. Yes. Um, We will continue part two after the interim. Please take this. Part one, complete.